Great Britain. I want to start writing Great Britain from a small letter. Great Britain. <laughs> Yes. Okay, I'm gonna start now. Um, in ancient Chinese, there's like Buddhism and Taoist. Um, so the whole philosophy, especially for Taoist, is kind of based on I Jing, which is like a book about changes. It's literally translated to Book of Changes, and it's heritage of really, really old civilization. It's even before like documented time. So someone, some, some would say that. Yin and Yang, which is the essence of I Ching, is is like, um, is inherited from, um, another civilization between maybe even dinosaur age, so it's like a really old ancient um wisdom that ca- that got carried on by human race, and the old old ancient P- Chinese people would use it to you know measure time to tell, to like tell um fortune. And to see which day to hunt, which day to marry, which day to bury people, yeah, that kind of thing. Sounds yeah. like astrology in a way as well. Yeah, yeah, it's really heavily based on astrology. Yeah. Um, and like I think it makes sense because my friend have actually started it. Yeah. But she never like understood because it's too hard for like I think modern or like teenage people to understand. Yeah, definitely. But she told me that there is a quote, um, equation that can. It's like um oh, I I forgot the term for it, but it's like an X in the equation. Do you know what's the term for it? Like a uh, variable. Oh yeah, yeah, the, a variable. So you replace the variable with the thing you want to know. For example, how is my romance for this month? How is my money fortune for this month? Yeah. You replace it with this element, and it can give you the exact answer or like. I, I, like the answer, but it's like really exact. You know what I'm saying? Wow! Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's in the book. It's in the book. And but you like, have that book. Everyone have access to that book, but it's like so fucking complicated Difficult to read and understand. Yeah, nobody can say that they fully understand the book. So it's like, so it's it's kind of like um ancient system that the ancient Chinese people invented. I'm. I, 
probably not invented, but like got it from somewhere. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Uh, what I would suggest, maybe you know, so all this information you're saying, like it's hard to read, but all this information has been taken from the quantum space. You know, they yeah. wrote it from the quantum space, so you can access that information yourself. But you need to be really like clean vessel. And the more I basically take mushrooms, the more I understand what I'm doing wrong, so that I feel bad and wrong in my body. For example, I've noticed that when you take uh, meat. The, if you take mushrooms, then it's kind of heavy to work through and be with mushrooms. Um, what do you mean by that? W when you take mushrooms, you kind of... I've never taken any Yeah, mushrooms. yeah, yeah. Um, you become really sensitive, you know? Mushrooms make you really, really sensitive to the environment, so it improves, like, intuition, empathy, creativity. You have no problems with creativity anymore because you just connect it, you know? Like, mushrooms connect you to the earth, mm. to the quantum space, so you just get that information. And... Um, Mm, yeah and like when animals are being killed they experience certain emotions and those emotions are like if we eat it it ends up affecting all the cells in our body as well and I kind of knew about it because you know I've been vegetarian for 8 years yeah. and um, then I developed eating disorder and I started eating flexing so that I just eat whatever I want flexible oh, intu yeah. intuitive but now, because like I struggle with depression, I, I don't really have support in terms of like friends or community in London. I really need to be, I, I don't. I really need to be careful how I conserve that energy and, and that if you do eat meat basically or any other products that will lower your vibrations, you end up losing that energy. You know that you've accumulated maybe after sleep or after like a hug with someone. So I'm trying to like really eat little and eat really um, selecting what I eat, mm, you know, yeah. um, with the good energy and trying to eat like once a day because then you can really see how it affects you because you, you don't really notice when you eat like there and there and there and then your energy is down and you're like, what happened? But then if you don't eat, you have energy stable. And then you're really, really hungry. Then you eat a little bit, but not too much. And then it keeps propagating you. So, like, big meals, like, shouldn't be really a thing. Because... Yeah. I think it's, like, also it's really wasteful on the other hand. Exactly, as well. Because I was thinking about it as well. Um, we need to consider what, how much we eat and you know, how much we drink. Because you don't need that much water, you know. And you don't yeah. need that much food. And considering that the planet is dying and we are talking about, like, overpopulation and shit... Well, yeah, people are eating more than they need. Like, I eat so little and I'm the most energetic person people know. And how is that possible? Well, I'm taking energy from the quantum space. <laughs> mm. um, but I want to tell you about this herbal stuff. You know, when you're going to be reading it, you can maybe, like, take mushrooms before reading it. And then you can start, like, kind of channeling that information and it will come to your brain without even reading. How do you read it? Uh, well, can you read it, right? Like oh, you the mean book. books? Yeah. I, I thought you meant like read the mushrooms. No, 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 no. You take <laughs> mushrooms and then you read the book, right? That oh, is written. Yeah. But then if, because you, you say, oh, it's hard to understand. Now it will be easier to understand because oh. you will get those faults. You don't even kind of need, like you will read a little bit, but then they will unlock certain things like a key and then you will understand. Yeah, more. I feel like that's basically for most of the psychedelics. I haven't tried mushroom. Maybe it's like more intense. But to me, I've, I tried LSD recently. And I mean, for the past two months, I've tried like four or five times. And every time I feel like really great. 
because I I I've just found myself in this peaceful place that I can really get to think about myself. And uh, during the whole trip, I mostly just like do the drawing constantly because I can't stop. And that I love the drawing. I mean, I love the feeling of drawing. I just feel like I really connect to myself, and I can see like the essence of things. And you know, I started drawing only when I started taking mushrooms because I was always scared to draw. Oh. Because for me, drawing yeah. is like you know, especially if we take about um, artist. Who is an artist? And it's like. Oh, I thought you were like giving me high five. Who is an artist? <laughs> Who is an artist? Um, and like an artist, like we would define as a person who is like, oh wow. Sorry. Honey, be careful. Uh, who like draws? Uh, but then I think artist is anyone who can manipulate with instruments of art. It can be anything. Uh, but hence, yeah. because we constantly talk about artists are people who are drawing. Especially like I meet the person, I'm like, what are you doing? And they're like, oh, I'm an artist. Like what kind of artist? But they yeah. in blank paintings, you know, because that's what it means to be an artist. So I always been scared to be an artist because it means to be like cool, you know, and amazing and stuff. And then I just. Uh, bought all the um, equipment and rockage of art like paints and I had already mobbed and I just started painting and I think I'm impressed with what I've drawn without ever drawing exactly. but it, people are scared to do those things but about drawing it does really help to connect with yourself I do feel that as well and I actually want to draw quite a lot but I need to do other practices um, like, to, because sound actually is more yeah. ch- changing like it's more powerful with the painting, what can you do, you know? But with sound, yeah. everyone can hear it. And I also think, like, wait, um, there's an actually another point I want to raise. Um, sorry, just a minute. <laughs> That's what happened when I spoke too much. We like it's okay. about the concept of artist. I just think it kind of creates this boundary to like people who wants to do art but never tried it before, like like you maybe. I read this in the book. It says there's no artist. There's only art. Mm. I think it really makes a point. I want to add to that is that art is not private, it's always public. You know, so art, people try to claim it. Oh, it's I've created it. Honey, you didn't. You just, you've read it, you've translated it, you know? Yeah. We need to lower our ego. That's the it's point. It's kind of like books. Books, yes. It's like I, sh- I write it because I want to share it with people. Yeah. It's kind of like the same thing with art. If you don't want it to be shared, maybe you keep it inside. Yeah. Or maybe some people do it to like express their feelings, but like you don't have to claim it as yours. You, mm. It's just like a byproduct of your. Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. like kind of, because I really like Francis Bacon because I think what he did is kind of like putting his emotion onto canvas mm. and just like leave it like that. He doesn't own those, but it's, it comes from him, you know? Yeah. So whenever and the I'm cleaner looking... your vessel is, the better your art as well. Because you need to be sensitive to those things. And what, also what I started practicing is that, because there's so much noise every day, like informational noise. Uh, you don't really know what to do, kind of thing. Like, you know, with the university, you have kind of a goal and you want to apply, you want to get there. And that kind of drives you. But then yeah. after that... You're kind of like lost yeah. with what you want to do. But then when you realize that there's an issue that needs to be solved and that we are all connected, then we all start working towards the same um, solution, you know. And basically we need to raise people's consciousness because people need to feel the connection between littering in, in, on the streets 
and them feeling mm. depressed because they are not connected to the community. They are not connected to the earth. They are just can put the rubbish mm. in the same way. They can say the words to someone and hurt someone, and and without realizing what it means, yeah. you know, all the actions. So when I wake up, that's what I'm saying. I I started to practice because there's so much noise. You like, like, what do I really need to do right now? And you put the headphones. You like switch on like some trance music and maybe like techno it can be like gong whatever so you are connected to yourself and you can really connect with what you need to do today you know because mm. there's different things that you need to do today and sometimes you see a thing on the news and you're like okay i have to go and make a protest by myself right now and that's what i did you know on a sunday <laughs> myself but... wow do you consider yourself as an activist yeah because i've never met any activist before I don't know because like I feel like I'm a little bit selfish if that's okay to say I kind of like want to focus on myself even though I do care about the environment and the whole surrounding. But the reason we are at different stages of like being selfish or like working towards saving the planet is the energy that you have, right? So mm-hmm. uh, before saving the planet, we need to figure out ourselves. Yeah, we need to sort ourselves first, you know. And then we can go further, and you can do those two things at the same time. But yeah. sometimes you don't have the energy to do those things at the same time. Uh, so it's completely fine to be selfish because if you're not strong, you can't save the planet, honey. Yeah, yeah? that's also true. That's very true. Yeah, thanks. That makes me feel better. <laughs> but it is important, though, to do small actions, and those small actions is activism. Like posting yeah. on a story is activism. And uh, joining like any, for example, Rishi Sunak right now, you know, Pardon? he's Rishi Sunak is an MP. R- Rishi Sunak. I don't. Okay, he's an MP, uh, prime minister, like or something like that. P- of the UK. Of the London. Oh. Or or UK actually, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I'm not good with terminologies, but he wants to remove trans rights from Equality Act. Oh, I thought you you posted that. I didn't really actually understand the whole yeah. news. Can you explain a little bit? So, about- um, <coughs> as far as I understand, there's a, a document that protects humans from violence. I think, and it's equality thing as well. And trans people are not considered to be proper people. You know? Wait, so they're like not on the list. Of they want. People. He wants to remove trans people from the Equality Act. What the fuck? Exactly, exactly. So there's petition right now, you know, going, I've put it on my stories today. But hence I tried to organize a, like, um, on Sunday, a protest with this small thing. I was like, okay, I'm going to go and organize, you know, and no one joined me, but it doesn't really matter because it's, it's about those small things. And at some point it grows in a bigger thing, you know, but it's about each other's contribution. And what we can do, for example, is print uh, unlimited at Royal College of Art. I'm sure you can print as well. Yeah. And we can put leaflets, you know, of information. This uh, petition or meetings or anything, we can distribute this information and unite with people. So that's like a small thing that you can do without even putting too much effort because you draw anyway, you know, you just need to print it and put the QR code and say, guys, scan it and write the words, sign a petition or whatever, you know. That's the small things we can, as artists, do. Yeah, that's really insightful. Give me like something to work on in the future because I have actually thought about when you say I have a purpose now because I want to do college. I want to get into the university. So that's why I'm so dedicated to yeah. like, creating stuff. And I f- just feel that I might lost the energy for 
like I have right now after I get into university because because then I, my only goal would be like graduating from the school. It's not like a big task. Yes. So well, know. then you maybe should get, as I told you, a uh, master's maybe at Royal College of Art because they have like. Mm-hmm. They have, for example, have this thing called Across RCA, and there's four different streams uh, of um, uh, move, four different streams of concentrating people's art. So there's digital, there's climate, there's care, healthcare, kind of. There's a fourth one, and uh, yeah. they all kind of work collectively to trying to solve so an issue. So is it happened in one program? So there is a combination of different um, people's courses. So, for example, I'm in climate, and I have a group of fifteen uh, people from different courses, like so, jewelry, uh, fine art, and then we like discuss and try to figure out what we can make. So it's like, um, sorry, I'm trying to understand. Yeah, the so whole it's concept. more like solving problems of the world. The Royal College of Art is about that. Oh, so you, they actually offer class that is for people. Just get together to discuss about the issue and make a change. Yeah. Wow. So and In also, MA? Um, MA, yes. And also the people who are there, they are really smart and amazing people. Not like at BA. At BA, you have a, a really variety, you know. Yeah. And, and everyone's kind of like all around of. I feel brain. that's also great because you get to like experience different cultural backgrounds and yeah, their arts. Definitely, but at MA, you just meet the people who are like minded like you. You know. Oh yeah, more that kind of makes sense because mm. how people like people always say how like BA is like very full of varieties and different people from different places of the world. I think that's kind of like the exchange of knowledge, and when you like done when you have done that in BA, you you move to the next stage of your life, which is like communicate with people who is like um well um. Sorry, exposed to the same knowledge as you, and you get to dig deeper into the fields that you are interested in instead of, you know, communicating with all kinds of yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. And uh, at Royal College, there's a lot of people who care about the planet and making a change. Wow. So that that's... drives you further, you know, because I struggle with purpose of life and I struggle with mm-hmm. depression. But then, when I have a collective, uh, a collection of people. Collect- collection of people to work with and I feel like I'm valued and people constantly say that my ideas are great mm. that drives me further you know because those people are so driven to change the planet and change the world that their comment means so much more than someone else's comment because the collection mm. of people at RCA is incredible yeah yeah so like you enjoy your class mm. I go to other classes, so my course is not good. But I go to other classes, and they are cool. In the same university. Yeah. And oh, they you have get a to lot do that. Yeah, you can do that, and you have a lot of facilities as well. Mm, that's really great. So even if you like start a f- uh, like a fashion uh, masters there, or like a fine art or whatever, you can actually choose digital direction or something like that, mm. which is about creating a story, you know, uh, rather than... And there's people who did fashion at BA who are doing MA, digital direction, for example. Did you ever look up uh, about CSM course? Do you find them different? Never looked it up. It's so just like you know what you want to get into RCA only. Uh, so the situation of the RCA, I had a best friend. 
Mm. Uh, she stopped talking to me for several reasons. She used to live in this room as well. <laughs> mm. And her mom, when we used to live together in the previous house, she came to visit and I told her about my interest. And she was like, oh, you should apply for Roko Javard. They have a course mm. that is only for geniuses. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, I'm sold. <laughs> but this course is not great. You know, they changed it. Oh. But still, I'm glad that I've got in. But you like the people in there. I think that's what matters the most because I think the university just... Collects people together. It's a community. But yeah. why are we paying for the community, right? Yeah. So we should make education free. And I think true. the next MP who is going to represent the country has to make it happen, you know? It shouldn't be such a capitalistic city because in capitalism... Planet die. And I think that's what the capitalism is trying to do the, to the whole world. Because capitalism is kind of like taking up the whole earth right now. Yeah. But I don't know if you've seen, but the Colombian president have been talking about like capitalism destroying the earth, right? But why is a Colombian president talking about it, but not a fucking Great Britain president yeah. or United Kingdom? Like the Colombia is, is maybe might be not considered as progressive as Britain but with thinking and like LGBTQ rights and trans rights it's much more progressive yeah and capitalism as well they understand it you know they're doing so much more work we should be learning from other countries rather than being like oh we are amazing Britain mm. great Britain I want to start writing great Britain from a small letter great Britain <laughs> Yeah, I feel like capitalism kind of understands what's going on and they know the issue. And that's why I think they're so bad because they didn't actually do anything, even though they understand the situation of the earth and how they're actually destroying it. Yeah, so that's really dis depressing. And also I'm apolitical because I feel like... Apolitical means it, it's it's also being political, by the way. Oh, really? Yes, because when you say, uh, it's actually in my next podcast, uh, I've been editing it today, and when you say you're not political, it's a political statement. Oh, I know, <laughs> I know, but it's, it is true. Yeah. Um, it's a choice. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm just trying to find the right word for my status, especially. I don't know if I can fit into that category exactly, but just, I don't... It's because I feel like politics are kind of um, invented by human, mm. which I think is like a little mind game. And I think it's stupid. Why should we like restrain ourselves with words? Because all laws and even like the concept of countries imagined by human. So why should we set this boundary and like set boundaries between people? That's okay. Maybe that's not what you meant because apolitical. Like, it means that you're not political, but I think what you're trying to say is that I don't believe in politics. Oh, yeah. And I don't believe in politics, but unfortunately, in order to change the politics and remove it, have we to have to be inside it. there. But yeah. we don't have to necessarily understand it fully because we can talk to those people who do understand it, but don't know how to make art. Yeah, and then you combine true. those two together. Collaboration. Exactly. <laughs> you have to know about the politics to actually change. I think that makes sense because mm -hmm. I'm. Well, it's a common sense, I think, but I actually read it about. Uh, I actually read it in the book about Chinese medicine as well. It says, um, "Do you know qi? Qi? Oh, okay. I thought you, I thought you know about like Chinese medicine. No, I don't know anything, honey. Oh my god, I know some. Like, don't so cry. There's so many. I have to catch you up with. <laughs> I don't even know the terms. Um, so basically, a Chinese medication is not only about herbs. But it's also about like um, the spot on your body. Yes. So there's a thing um, called qi. It exists from our birth. So it's like 
in our body. Sometimes we get part of our chi from our parents, so it's like heritage, heritage. Inherited. Inherited, yeah. But but like the other, it, it's like it's just like born with us, just like our flesh or bones and blood. So chi is like a really uh, important concept for um, human lo- human lives, at least in Chinese medication mm. philosophy. So what the herbs and the acupuncture do is connect, is to adjust your chi. So if you're having problem with your stomach. Maybe maybe it's because the chi isn't flowing through your body properly. Maybe some place goes wrong. It doesn't have to be your stomach. Maybe maybe you have to be somewhere on your back to heal the front part because of the chi flows through your body. For the herbs, it's kind of like healing your chronic disease. For example, I used to sweat in my palm and my and my feet. It's kind of like tricky disease because you don't know. I don't know if I can go to the Western hospital and actually cure it by <laughs> taking, you know, chemicals. Yeah. So that's why I I reached、um, to this practitioner, and she gave me prescription every other one week. So I I kept taking the medication for a whole year, and actually my hands feel so much better. I don't sweat that much anymore, and I didn't understand how she made that work, but now I. Gradually began to understand because normally we will think in Western、um, medication theory, hands and feet should be treated、um, or like healing differently. So they will probably describe you different medication for each body parts. But for Chinese medication, it's working as a whole. Oh. So every time I go there, she will give me acupuncture. But it's like not traditional stick it into your skin. It's like it's kind of like tap and like you know tap and. Pull, tap and pull, yeah. tap and pull. It's、yeah. like doing hand pulls. It's kind of activating those points and energies so that yeah makes sense completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And those points actually are tunnels for chi that can like access through the skin. So they're on the most sensitive points that can connect to the chi and actually、um, make a flow. Whenever she do acupuncture, I can feel that she's doing in certain order. That is like working from the top to slowly to the bottom. So every time I would do from the start from the top of my head and end on the bottom of my feet, and I feel that's a really really valuable experience to me because not many people are I mean brave enough to do it. A lot of my friends would just be like, "Oh my god, needles! I can't." I would have done it. Yeah, I、Definitely. mean they're they're quite. Helpful, especially according to my、um, practitioner. You know how Chinese people love to drink chicken broth because it's the at, at least we believe it's really good for your body and it's like healthy and you have it has a lot of nutrition and、yes. energy that we body need. need. Yes. And she said doing a pu- acupuncture session with her is kind of like drinking the whole bowl of soup,、uh, yes, whole of chicken makes broth. Makes sense. Definitely, chicken broth is、uh, has this like kind of home energy, you know, and. I think mushrooms in a way as well. Yeah. So I think it's it's some sort of like soup with the needles or the mushrooms that like encapsulates you and give you that warmth, you know,、yeah. and the protection layer in a way. It's just、um, like an energy. Yeah. Another thing I'm gonna tell you. So there's a, in the sauna, a person who runs it.、Uh, they I had a you know, interview and podcast with them on Tuesday. And they told me that people who smoke weed,、mm-hmm. basically their aura is with holes, so the energy doesn't stay, and you keep losing the energy, and hence you still need to smoke again and again to feel fulfilled and like good, you know? Yeah. Yes. You mean like smoking weed or cigarette? Yeah, weed. Oh my god! So should we stop smoking weed? No, I'm not. I mean. <laughs> 
I'm not saying <clears throat> that. I'm just saying like that was her observation that people who take many marijuana, they marijuana, you know that word, marijuana. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, who smokes that, their aura is with holes. Doesn't mean that if you smoke weed, that your aura is with holes, right? But it's because those people are driven to smoke because their aura is with holes, so they're trying to fill those holes up with weed, but weed doesn't really do it. Oh. Like, when you take really mushrooms, and th this is the difference between weed and mushrooms, like, you don't really need to keep taking mushrooms, you know, it kind of feels like it gives that wholeness, and mm. uh, you will experience it. Um, but then with weed, you kind of, when you smoke, then you kind of feel like you want to smoke again and again and again. Because people who are drug addicts, they just simply don't have a community. What do you mean by that? Uh, there is a, a TEDx talk where a guy did a research and experiment with two different theme parks for rats, like animals, rats. Mm -hmm. And in one theme park, everything was great. The rats had chances to communicate to each other. And uh, and another one, they didn't. Uh, and also in two theme parks, they have two different sources of food. One food is normal and now one food is cocaine. So <laughs> obviously the rats that had happy theme park, they didn't even touch that cocaine stuff because they felt happy. They didn't need to. But then if if you feel kind of drained and there's not enough like communities talking, like exchange of energies, then you feel like you need to take that cocaine as for the energy source. Um, so community is an energy exchange, you know. So not necessarily, for example, we're talking right now and we're using our voices, which means a lot of energy loss. But I don't think necessarily we're losing that much energy because we are amplifying it and exchanging, uh, mm. which is a bit different. So, yeah, that's just the point of drug addicts. And I'm not saying I'm a drug addict, maybe I am, who knows. If I smoke weed, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna just draw and cut shit, you know. But then if I don't, then I'm like, fuck, I'm lonely, I don't have anyone, why am I existing? Yeah, yeah that's, that kind of happens to me when I was like in middle school while I'm like trying to explore my own sexual identity. I feel like real lost and, and like having really big trouble connecting with others. So kind of like isolated myself. But I kind of survived because of like music and drawing. So that's why they're like really important to me yeah. as a whole person. But I don't know if that's the same thing with like what you're going through right now. You know, I think it definitely makes sense. But it's also about what you've been programmed by your parents and the society. Yeah. A lot of different things comes from my dad or my mom as like trauma response or like trying to survive and uh, my mom doesn't exist for herself she exists for my dad and she suppressed mm. her transness really strongly so she is a woman but i really strongly believe my mom is actually non-binary i don't know how wow. like but like when 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 i talk to her like uh, what what values she has like it looks like she's fucking non-binary you know but because my dad wants her to see in certain clothes she just doesn't su suppress her a lot but now she's doing therapy so hopefully that slowly will happen the change yeah um but hence i've developed a disconnect between myself and purpose of life because my mom lives for other people so i've learned to live for other people as well so if i don't live for other people then i feel empty and it's about relearning but relearning is so difficult and i did therapy uh for like a year and a half i think and then i stopped 
because uh, I felt like better. But then from time to time, this thing still comes up. Like mm -hmm. when I feel really down and low energy, which happens now a lot because of being at university, there's a lot of things that you're trying to fight people who you talk with and energy just depletes so quickly yeah. and I really need to reconsider how much I talk as well because that that's energy you need to conserve mm. it um, but that art does help and music does help but it's hard for me to enjoy those things unless I'm high because um. I've programmed been programmed to enjoy things when I do it with people or for other people so yeah because I want to make art with people, you know, like, and yeah, I did art by myself, but it's kind of, it doesn't makes me feel that fulfilled, you know, because I've been, that's how I've learned the behavior of my mom, you know? Yeah, it kind of makes sense. So you basically just kind of enjoy more if you are making art with someone else, not just for yourself. Is yeah. that correct? Yeah. I feel that's a way for you, maybe. Because there's a lot of art collectives who yeah. works in the group. But I do want to be able to enjoy fully and be fully sustainable. But then I do feel that need to talk to people, you know. And Yeah, I think it's normal for people to feel like that because same thing happened to me, kind of. Um, when you talk about how your mom exists for your father, I feel that's that's what I'm... Like what? That's what my mom's condition is, and that's just struggle to find the right word to put it. But you, when you said it, it just kind of makes sense, <laughs> because you know, I think Russian society and Chinese society has a lot of things in common. Table tennis. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, they don't have table tennis here. Like at home, you mean, or where? Like in Britain. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Not we, but they do have it. Oh, but it's like not a thing for them, is it? I, because I feel like it's a lot of people a thing are playing. Here. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. They're not really good at it. Um, but I think a lot of Russian and Chinese people are actually good at it. Yeah, a lot of them are. I'm not, I'm not an athlete. Mm -hmm. I don't like sports for some reason. Oh, I see. I fit, I fit in a lot of case stereotype for some reason. Um, I feel like, I don't know. People say that there shouldn't be stereotype, but like a lot of... At least in my, a lot of people in my community from like China, we have a lot of things in common. Like we don't like sports, and we like to watch the same shows. It's kind of like I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm living in the stereotype that people are giving us, but maybe it's not the stereotype, you know. Maybe it's just it's because really who we are, and people mm, think mm, maybe yeah, mm. lets you people think that. You know? Yeah. But anyway, I was talking about my mother. Um, yeah, and but like. But I think um, it's good that your mother is taking therapy. I think I don't think my mom is gonna take therapy. But it took me a while to convince her. Oh yeah. So, because yeah. every time she messages me, you know, she really loves me. She really respects me. But I haven't talked to her um, maybe for five years properly. <gasps> Wait. So what? I've seen her here and there when I went went to, like eat um, Thailand or I went to Spain last year to see them. But I haven't really given much of myself. So my mom, because she really wants me, you know, and I told her every time, like, if you do want to talk to me, therapy first. And she was tr not wanting it to do. But I, I think there was a the last message. She, like, messaged me being angry. And I've used all of the languages that they're using because you need to lower yourself down to their primitive level, in a way, to explain it to them why they're wrong. And, for example, I use low, you know, low. Just saying LOL all the time. What's LOL. 
LOL. Oh. Yeah? And uh, my parents started using it to, like, make me feel like I don't know punch me or whatever you know like mm. lol or whatever you know and then and then also there's another way how in Russia you write instead of putting a smile face you just use that thing how do you call it um I don't actually know it's okay. a really long word so the second part of the smile yeah and if you put like a lot of it it's like scar- sarcasm in a way like Russian people use that way of exp- expressing themselves oh it's like text. smelling in the ra- ironic way yeah yeah exactly so then my mom like would use that and then in order to deliver my message that she understands and she finally does therapy it was a big message and I've used all this language that they use oh. so that they understand from their perspective you know you need to ex- understand how they communicate and communicate to them in that way and then they understand it Um, so it's really important to understand your parents as well. Um, yes, but I also think once you understand your parents, you start understanding yourself a lot because mm. all the issues that you have comes from your parents because they haven't actually sorted it yeah. themselves. Yeah. And you are the one working through and doing the karma for the whole generations before that. Exactly. A lot of work. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm kind of... Um, ex- um, going through that right now I'm just don't have I just don't still have, don't have a clue yet I'm like still trying to work out different like t- like ends and try to connect these ends together as a whole but yeah. like, I'm go- still going through the first stage of understanding my parents because I don't like I used and like my family isn't like a communicatable family they hmm. don't talk we don't talk that much yeah Like, especially when I came, like, turned to teenagers, I just talk less. And the the only person that I talk the most is probably my mom, because she used to drop me off to school and pick me up every day when I was doing high school. So, like, she would talk a lot of, like, he, her own stories and her own, like, complaints or feelings about herself, like, on the on the car. Give me an example of a complaint I want to hear. Um, she would probably complain. Sometimes she would complain about my grandpa on my dad's side because okay. you know, in like I don't know if that's the same thing in Russian, but like in in China, once you marry some guy, it's considered a shame to return to your own side for a woman. Wow. So yeah, whenever my mom tries to visit her mother, my dad, she will say something about, "Oh, your dad is gonna is not gonna be okay with this. I might have to." lie about this or something like that. I just feel bad because it's her own mother. And you have to lie about it. It's crazy that She the marriage makes you more yeah. constrained while marriage actually should make you more empowered. Yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, she doesn't technically have to lie. She just have to keep it a secret. She doesn't want my dad to find out. But even my dad found out, my dad wouldn't, wouldn't, say, wouldn't do anything. He would probably just be a little bit annoyed. But my mom... It's like you said, he exists for my father, so she kind of want to place him in a way. Patriarchy, um, yo. Yeah, I know. I just can't deal with it. That's I why. Know. That's why I had to. I had to do a university outside of my country. I, yes. I have to fly fly away from the home. Definitely. Yeah. And also, we do need to understand that in order to heal, you need to take far distance from the parents because you need to understand. Okay, I'm twenty one year old. What issues have I developed that? is because of me and what is the issues because of them you know like yeah. what do i need to sort who which ones is which you know because then you need to untangle untangle all these yeah. links 
Um, so yeah, I think for me it was like this realization of giving things to people, uh, and I always kind of knew it, but the more it happens, you know, the more I kind of learn how to deal with it because it's constantly a lesson. It's also interesting. The life is a game, you know, like it's such a game, but they used to write rules for the game. Like this Chinese book that you told me about, they are all yeah. rules, but now they've been bored because if you do know the rules, then you're going to exit the capitalism. You're going to exit the capitalism game and enter the love game or whatever, where you're going to be happy and spreading the love and, I don't know, improving the planet. But they don't want it. So all this information is not known. Like karma, yeah. raising like mm. vibrations, like the links between what you eat, like and and how you feel, you know, like people don't get that they if they eat sugar, it's not that it's gonna raise your blood sugar levels up and down. Sugar doesn't have a soul; it doesn't feed your energy levels. And I I've eaten uh, an ice cream today. You know, I'm not saying I'm not eating sugar, and I'm not saying like I'm eating all these vegetables, but I'm aware of these things and slowly. I want to start making those changes, but right now I don't have the energy, you know, because I've been crying like nonstop for the past oh. two weeks and stuff. But I do want to only eat like uh, vegetables farmed and not me. I don't know. Maybe I can have like even a small plant here that I can eat. Yeah. Because we used to like always pick up different herbs and plants here and there. Um, exactly. Yeah. So, what other stuff can you share with me about Chinese herbal medicine that you find? really valuable and important like you told me about chi that's really really cool tell me more information i mean if you ask me i can't really quite recall no you can but like i, I anything yeah i have i have a story that my practitioner shared with me she said there's a young girl she used to like treat and she she was like five or six years old and she has this condition where um when she can like stretch her fingers it's like a con it's like kind of like disability um so they went to the Western Med Hospital and they offered them um, to do like an ex external boning on the outside. What do you mean external bo bone? Like add, an, add a bone? Yeah, on the outside. Wow. It's like a me me mechanical yeah, yeah, hand. Yeah. Nice. It's actually cool, but I mean, it's really traumatic, traumatic, traumatizing for a kid to, you know, have that for her whole life. So when the family reached out to my practitioner, she said, mm, I can deal with that. And give gives the little girl acupuncture every day for like I don't know for how long, but but eventually the little girl got healed. So that's like a really warm and like really amazing story that got me really believe in my yeah. practitioner's technique about using of her herbs. So why don't you research yourself? Then, yeah, that's the thing in China because we do like in general people believe in Chinese medicine, but no one knows how it works because nowadays. Really? Yeah. Like, I mean, like, I didn't know that. I thought it's like a common knowledge. I mean, it's it's quite complicated when it comes to Chinese medication because for each person, for each condition, even though even it's for the smallest flu, if you want to get a um, Chinese medication, they have to prescribe you different herbs together to combine to make a soup for you. Yeah. I actually have a photo of the prescription if you want to see. I used to send it to one of the pharmacists every week to to let them to let them cook the soup for me because they have like the most advanced equipment for making Chinese medicine. Like That's they cool. can control the temperature and the um, the amount of the water. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's like really cool. And like my my practitioner would would always write on this. Sorry, let me just. So when was first. the last time you saw your practitioner? 
Oh my god, I miss her so much. It's like it's just right before I leave the country. It's like Which, two months ago. Mm. Um, so it's kind of like this. She was just written on the on the scrap paper, and <laughs> this is my name in Chinese, and this yeah. is like different. Um, names for herbs, and yes. this is the dosage of them. So this yeah. is like fifteen grams yeah. for each pack. So we have like different packs that can make it into almost um, amount of the whole week's medication. Because of the uh, the technology is really advanced, I have to say because they have now have like plastic wrap. So in in like in vacuum, so you can put it in the refrigerator and keep them for a week without them going bad. Okay. Yeah, because in the past, how people traditionally cook Chinese medication is took the amount they need for one time and like cook it、um, on the spots. So they have to make it every day, which to me is like a burden. My dad insists at one time that I should make my own soup,、uh, my my own medicate like um sorry, um medic me- medicine soup because she、uh, because he didn't believe in those. Pharmacist、um, who works for,、um, you know, big brands. He 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 thought that I got knocked up. Oh, sorry. Um, I got like scammed、mm. by a lot of like I got scammed for money. Um, because at the time my prescription is quite expensive, and it's oh that's another quite interesting story. My God, my dad and me got into such a big long fight that lasted for like three weeks because because of one um. One medication from this、um, prescription because it's too expensive. My dad think they are like trying to get the money. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. it's true. But it's like really true because、But、they are using the best kind of that. And my practitioner actually told me afterwards that if I don't use the best kind, maybe I should, maybe she, maybe she'll exclude that from my prescription at all because otherwise it wouldn't work that well. Because it's some, it's not something to use the function, but it's something to actually nurturize your body. So the, the better, it the better, the better. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah.、Uh, did your dad un- understands it now? Cool. I mean, kind of. At least. Kind of. Yeah. But yeah. he he just let me do my own thing because okay, he, at least. Yeah, he used to provide the money for the um Chinese medication, but at one point he said, "If you don't make your own soup, I will stop providing money for you." So I, so instead, I just asked for my sister for money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have I have twin sisters. I love you. <laughs> so yeah. Great. Yeah. I know. It's like why should I stop drinking soup because you don't want to pay for it? I still have other family member who can provide me. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Yeah, it's like my dad.、Uh, he、um, frets me、uh, with money all the time. Frets, like、uh, fretting. You're saying, if you're gonna gonna do this, I'm gonna do this. You know, that's a fret. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. So、uh, because I stopped talking to my mom, and last time I saw her was、um, like half a year ago, actually a year ago now,、uh, in Thailand, and that was the time in February when the war began between Ukraine and Russia. Oh, and, oh my god! And that was the point when I realized that my mom is a pro Putin because she is a conspiracy. <gasps> I know it's really weird because she goes to LGBTQ protests, but she doesn't to understand- support them, not to. No, she supports LGBTQ,、okay. right? But then、um, she doesn't understand that Putin is against it, or she does. But then there's other things in conspiracy theories that proves that Putin is right. You know, so he can. Allow him to do whatever he wants, because basically they had an excuse that、uh, in Ukraine they have some bio labs and that's why they started bombarding. And my mom believed in it, 
you know, there's like a lot of information, misinformation that was happening through. So I kind of, you know, stopped talking to my mom at that point. And my dad was like, if you don't, you know, I'm not going to pay for your education or whatever. He just constantly uses it. But in, in reality, I'm like, honey, I don't need your money. Like, I can find it anywhere. But if you want to provide me for my education, that's great. But if not, I'm going to go and work and then provide for myself. But if I have a privilege, I'm going to ask for it. And if it doesn't yeah. work, it's okay. Yeah. That's kind of like, I'm trying to adopt that kind of mindset right now. Because, because my like tuition fee is kind of a lot. And I still have... Well, if I'm gonna do a BA and of of course MA, I'm gonna do and so this whole tuition fee is gonna be a lot. So it's, if my family don't want to provide for it, I honestly don't know what else I can do because I've never like scholarships. Leave, pardon scholarships. Yeah, I can apply for that, but I still I I still have like um an amount of money that I have to provide by myself. Yeah, I for think. sure, for sure, for sure. But scholarship will provide for that. Pardon? Scholarship will provide provide all of them. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, you can. You oh, just that's... need to really prepare, you know. So maybe that's your next goal. It's not like BA, but end up... Because you imagine if your parents will pay for your education, but they don't know that you got a scholarship. <gasps> oh, my oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> you, can buy a, you can buy a house, honey. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm, I think I'm going to apply for it this year. Nice. Because, like, uh, I think it's £20,000 for you every year. Yeah, I think... I, oh, I can't more. Rem- 27 actually yeah, I think it's, it's 13 it's a lot yeah it's a so lot. 30 times 3 90 plus masters 120 pound 110 oh my god <laughs> I'm like a parasite to my family I'm like- <laughs> <laughs> well that's what you have to do and that's also what I believe in actually really important right I think people with wealthy parents have a responsibility to redistribute the wealth you know yeah. I'm not saying that you're like super wealthy and you need to do it, but there's like, you know, kids of um, and Elon Musk, maybe he has a kids. I don't know, maybe he doesn't. Mm. Or Putin, you know. Uh, and those kids need to understand the globality of the crisis that we're in right now yeah. and the responsibility that they have because they can get those money from their parents easily and redistribute it somewhere else. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing to one of my friends because she's really rich. I'm not being like shady or anything, but she's just like a fact. It's like rich. And I I think one thing about like rich people's kids is that they don't have enough access to the outer world. world. They kind of are protecting in their own bubble. They don't understand what the world's going on. Even though they are like, maybe they are like good hearted, but they don't know about what's really bad that happens in the world so that's why I'm trying to inform um, she's actually my roommate now we are like best friends for like really many years but I didn't know I didn't I didn't like notice until recently that she didn't un- actually understand the social crisis and like a lot of problems around yeah. the world and also you know mm, obviously the problem is that the society is not dedicating right on these matters but I think it's a responsibility of people who are aware to educate other people because you are aware because you have kind of enlightenment or energy given by quantum space or universe to do that education. You understand, not because like uh, you're talented or whatever, but because they made you understand this. And also you have the good genetics and the, the karma and whatever. There's a lot of things. Um, but if you do understand, it needs to be spread. But try to think about it. How can I make it global? 
social media. Why yeah. kids like you need to start social media? I have a YouTube channel. I have a podcast. I have a TikTok. I have an Instagram. Oh my God, I'm going to go follow them. Yes, but you also should start it yourself. You have an iPhone and you record. Guys, important message. Like all the kids of Valve, listen up. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I kind of want to do because I'm actually thinking being like a um, portfolio tutor in the future. Yes, I want to be a tutor as well. And I, I, I'm going to try and maybe teach in the Royal College of Art next year. Like like as a, like a school staff? Yeah, I want to because... You can totally apply for the job. I mean, it's open for anybody. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think I will get it. Because I have Ooh, so many ideas. Damn. I think I have so many ideas. I know how to improve everything. For example, Sonas. You don't like it, but it's a cleaning uh, opportunity, you know. So imagine if university that is trying to propagate an idea of making a change and making artists better, you know. That's important to have someone and it's important to educate people on herbs. So I want to have herbal uh, people who come for lectures and teach us about herbs. <gasps> Oh my god, you should totally invite those like old practitioners from from China. Yes, and you'll be translating. <laughs> uh, oh my god, yes. <laughs> if you actually teach there, I would literally consider you know doing the course. What's like the time time for the course? Is it two year or one year? One. Yeah. They used to be two, but now they made one. Yeah, I kind of like want to do a two year MA program somewhere, not even like for fashion design specifically. But you can do two master programs there. Basically, you just get two masters. Like, like you mean MA? Yeah. Why Why do you want to do two years masters if you can do two separate masters? It's better oh, for the portfolio, isn't it? Yeah. So that's, that's basically true. why they made it one year. Because again, capitalism, you need to have those ticks. Rock Ojibard, Cambridge, again, more, more, more so that people listen to you. That's unfortunately how academia works and yeah. art world works as well. Yeah. Uh, so earlier when you were talking about like how you absorb kind of energy from quantum space i feel like that's the point um where ancient chinese are trying to do as well because they really working of energies yeah they're really believing the energy in, na in in nature and you can also see that through their drawing and paintings especially paintings because i was actually looking at the book in the library yesterday um it talks about how chinese people use drawing as a way to express themselves. So when you see Chinese painting, you will see a lot of repeat, repeated things like mountains or like waters and like buildings. But it's not like, so um, the books basically talk about it, how it's not about the themes, but it's about the techniques the drawer use and the interpretation they have for the theme. And I feel that really helps me connect with my own culture because now I can actually see my own culture of art without mm. being confused. You know, why they do, why they keep doing this? <laughs> I used to ask myself about that, but now I begin to understand Chinese art. And I feel like it's a whole new area that I didn't even explore before. And I, and I found it so incredible that I didn't even want to know about this art before because now I understand it. I feel like it's so cool and it's actually made by own, my own people. So, yeah. you know, I, I really take pride in ancient Chinese art right now. And yeah. Well, I, I guess also it, the conclusion from here is um, if you don't understand something, if you don't understand something, you scared of it and then you don't end up be careful again yeah <laughs> mm, okay 
I just like, yeah do it like this um, if you don't understand like the art or any concepts you don't engage with it and then if you don't engage with it you don't appreciate it you know so if you exactly. don't engage with the planet you can't appreciate the planet how do you engage with the planet you care about it how do you care about it get rid of all the plastic you know I didn't really felt um, the energetical imbalance from plastic for example you know but since I started taking mushrooms I I, I bought like you know wooden um, toothbrush and even though like the plastic toothbrush like I had it and it's it's not breaking apart or whatever I still can keep using it but it's the energy of plastic and it's made by humans, it's not a living thing, but the, the wood, you know, the metal, they all have the energy. Imagine brushing your teeth with a thing that has a crystal in it, you know, like, I'm sure there's going to be some energy transfer, you know, we need yeah. to really connect with things that we used to, but because we are stuck in the four walls, we don't touch the things that we used to touch and connect with those things. Yeah. And we've lost ourselves as a result because we don't engage and connect with the planet. And that's the reason why people are so lost nowadays is because they, they don't know what they're living for because they're not connected to the planet. Yeah, but the planet will give you the reason to leave if you connect it. <laughs> yeah, because um, I think like the four walls you raised is really interesting idea uh, or a concept because now we're actually living walls. Everywhere we go, we go to a box inside, like outside of nature. And like, I feel like what we need to do right now and what ancient Chinese did so well is to connect themselves with nature. Not even like touch the planets, but really like soak your mind in it, not even physically, you know, but like really soak your, soak your mind in it. And I think the way to do it is like actually get your physically in it and also using like different psychedelic drugs to give you an opportunity to enter the trance. But also, why people are scared of psychedelics, right? Because yeah, that's so fucking like I don't know, I don't understand. I I will explain. Okay. So there's a couple of things. Uh, the first thing is again social norms and what has been given yeah. in people's brain, their perception of what to expect. Secondly, um, people who haven't processed negative emotions and trauma and karma, if you do take psychedelics, all these things start to come up really quickly you know in the same way when you start wearing a so crystal it, it brings up your bad energy as well yeah Sorry, because you haven't notes? yeah I'm actually doing a research but i can it. send you the audio Oh yeah, 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 that's also true. No but worries. like, but it's quite long. I don't. Yeah, I don't you know can, you can, know, yeah, make notes. Sorry. Your phone is there. Oh yeah, <laughs> I actually want to do it on my like. Journal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go, if go. That's okay yeah, yeah, of course, you. of course. Go, go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get more like hands-on. Yes, do it, do it. Yeah, it's important. I know. I think that's one of the reasons I chose to like. I really wanted to do um course in CSM because they are like traditional really. Really ah. traditional based. They ask students to draw instead of, like you know, um, doing digital art. They hate like computers. Yeah. They, they don't hate, but like, well, one of their cost leader, like the really legendary one who discovered discovered McQueen. Um, she personally holds a really strong despite for technology because she thinks that with invention of technology, people just get lazier and lazier and like stop trying to search for like fresh stuff. And I feel that kind of makes sense because when I'm doing research, I used to do it on computer. So I type, so for example, I'm doing research about plants. I would just like 
Taiping plants and like the research like results will show all of the bubble plants. But if I do the research in the library, I search, I browse the shelf, and there's different books about different plants. And maybe some of them are not even about plants, but like they're related to it somehow. So it gives you new opportunity to see different perspective about the project, about the thing you're you're focusing on right now. But I do. I am gonna say a couple of points. First of all, Royal College of Art is really digital, right? Yeah. But they do have obviously an opportunity for you to be classical. Secondly, it is really, really important to be friends both with uh, physical things and digital things because yeah. if you don't get friends with digital things, I'm gonna tell you what's gonna happen. The capitalism is gonna take over the digital space. Yeah. So that's metaverse and all that shit. So we need to be before them and that's why we need to be like you know learning about computing in some sort of way yeah. to like a minimal extent so that we can engage with other people who are computers geniuses <laughs> so that we can do collaborations <laughs> together um but you see like this uh, tutor that op discovered the mcqueen uh, I totally understand her point, but again, she has this fear in the same way of people have fear of psychedelics. She has the fear of digital world. Maybe, and digital yeah. world can destroy the humanity for sure because digital world doesn't have a soul in the same way as mm. we do. But we need to make friends. It's really, really important. Yeah. Um, I think like what, you, what I'm getting is like we should take, it, take up space before capitalism came in we have to have our own area in this specific like digital world so that we can occupy physical world you know because if you're powerful in digital world if you're not an influencer or whatever people will support you in physical world and then you can make the change in the physical world so that's why it's so important oh. to become influencers i really encourage everyone to be an influencer because every day we talk to friends and that's being an influencer in a way but we need to start doing it globally on social media. Yeah. And I'm making quite a big change on like my social media. Not often. I, I did it like a couple of times and then those two videos free went viral. And I'm sure like inspired quite mm. a few people and opened the perspectives. Yeah. I've talked about herbal stuff as well to treat UTI, which is a big problem What's for UTI? women. Or Uretary tract infection. So oh, usually so, girls mm. get it after sex, but also you can get it without sex. It's just about. Yeah, um, I've heard about it from my roommate. She said like, uh, especially for underwear, you should be like really careful with it. Exactly. Yes, it's all about energy and freshness, and we we didn't used to wear underwear as well, you know. So it's oh yeah, a lot of different problems that are arising of that. Um, Do you know like exact time when people start to wear underwear? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just I'm doing some like fashion research. Okay, maybe I randomly. can tell you this information randomly that I know. Uh, so about bra, mm -hmm. uh, I used to be quite a spiritual person, and there's a lot of like conspiracy kind of information and yeah. spirituality. Um, and one of the things that I remember reading is that uh, bra has been developed by a devil, and it's some sort of hands that a devil has, and like devil script. Uh, maybe that holds mm. the breast you know mm. so and that's what i remember reading um where do you read that it's like um like um folktale or it's like a no 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 <laughs> i think it's it's kind of like a fact in the spiritual practice oh yeah so they like the, the so like the, the theory believes it or just like using a metaphor i think it believes it mm. that's yeah. really interesting oh my god yeah 
And also another thing I can tell you is that women in the past, uh, in in Russia, Slav- Slovakian kind of era, yeah, they used to wear skirts. Mm-hmm. And why women have skirts, you know, because of the energy that we have is different to yours. So skirt helps to connect with the earth and it gives that like recycle of energy. So it's like a direct access to... Yeah, because I think when you wear trousers, you know, mm-hmm. like it kind of closed there. But with the skirt, you always open your your vaginas and oh, whatever yeah. energy is open to yeah. that. So the crotch you... area, basically. Exactly. I feel the same when I'm wearing like dress or skirt that it's really different. Not even like physically comfortable, not like, but also like, I feel... I don't know. There's like really like chi flowing through. Exactly, it. it's about chi as well. Totally. Yeah, it feels amazing whenever I'm wearing a dress. I don't know. I I don't know why, but like I love dresses. Yeah, and I think it should be normalized definitely to wear skirts and dresses for men, or like men assigned at birth people, not even trans people. Like cis people have to try it as well. Yeah. Because it's about energy flow. Yeah. What else? Um, oh, you were talking about. Why people hate or like scared of psychedelic drugs? Oh yes. Where are um, the second reason? Bad energy. Uh, so the first is the society views yeah. it, views it as badly. Secondly, is about trauma coming through that hasn't been worked through, mm-hmm. um, and it just means that maybe those people need to start it microdosing and slowly work through those things with yeah. therapists as well, because. Mushrooms and weed, they are really great tools. They help you to navigate the problems that you have. Like I personally remember the situation. I got really into strong depression uh, last year because I lost my best friend. Mm. I've lost a job. And also I had a friends of benefits. The first time I've ever had sex more than twice with someone. And that person didn't even like, loved me or whatever. And it was Mm. just just friends you know and just sex that was not engaging on loving or whatever uh so all this kind of got me really really down and when i smoked weed i uh and that was the day when i lost my job i was crying a lot and i was trying to understand why the fuck i'm crying you know like it's just a job whatever you know but it was first of all understanding the link between my dad and my boss that my boss was like my dad uh, with toxic masculinity and not being able to hear what I'm trying to say. Because basically they fired me because I was not doing the working hours, but I was doing all the job, you know. Mm. And I don't like working nine to five or whatever. Like if I've done the job, I'm going to leave. But hence I don't serve the capitalism in the way I am. And he was not hearing this or he was just doing his job, you know, but he and I actually saw him today. You saw him today. Yeah, I was in a... Hang- was so awkward. Yeah, no, awkward. I was actually in an exhibition. And uh, the Charlotte Tilbury I used to work for, it's like a huge makeup brand. Mm. And uh, he was my video supervisor, video filmmaker, editor, supervisor. And he was smoking outside. I was just, hi, Craig. <laughs> Walked past. Um, it's funny that I'm talking about it today. And then I actually saw him today. I just yeah. realized. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's the connection of this, the crying, you know, of when I cried when my dad didn't understand me. They're the same tears. Ooh. Oh my God. So the weed helped me to understand this link and process it easier really... because when the processing, how the processing happening is to understand the links because everything mm. that you experience is probably because of based on the past. So it's understanding. Yeah, it's kind of like epiphany when you had, when, like at some point of your life, you're just works things out 
I I had that like a few times, but like when I was I, when I was telling you I was starting this stage of making things, making solving problems, and I kind of sometimes get the same feeling of how you just realized what just happened to you affect you and how the history influenced you as well in this. Yeah, I think yeah. So yeah, that's about psychedelics. Um, why people are scared of it. Oh yeah, when you talk about how you how they fire you because you are not doing your hours, but you are actually doing your job. I feel like that's also really fucked up. I don't, which I don't like about as well. I feel like it's not even the maybe it's capitalism, but I also feel like there's um some elements of men involved because I have I have I'm I was reading this um book about Chinese art history and it says in primal ages when there's still a maternity society maternally dominated society what is maternity it's like a different it's like an opposite of patriarchy when the society is led by women mm. and they're like and their power of birth is like the center of the society but the, and at then their works um um, ceramics, sculpture, and drawing would be like really fun, vivid, organic, and positive in general. But when, but when like war started, when like um, killing and all of kind of different chaos happened throughout the world, and the and the society is changing into patriarchy society, the arts just became more. Um, I'm trying to find the right word: rigid, stiff. So it's more about geometric shape like triangle like this kind of shape um so this art kind of transformed into this more harsh and violent way and i just i don't know i just it just kind of linked when you say when how the whole capitalism society fire you because you didn't play by the rules but i feel like rules is one important element for the society we are living in now but in the past rules shouldn't Rules isn't a thing. I think everything in the past is more organic. Not only organic, it's flexible. Yeah, right? flexible. Yeah, and that's what the word. we as trans people propose is fluidity in gender, fluidity in thinking, yeah. fluidity in country boundaries. There shouldn't be boundaries between countries. They yeah, should be fluid. Exactly. Everything should be fluid. I know. That's what I was thinking about the other day. I thought there, it's so fucked up. We have to get visas to enter a land that exists. That's not the even Earth. theirs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like what? Yeah, but like, do we even understand this when we are 12 years old? No, because no one talks about it. But if we start posting this, you know, and kids listen to it, then they're like, fuck this. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I, I, uh, one thing about kids I also like learned from today is that when I was waiting for the over overground to come, I saw like two kids. Oh, sorry. I'll just put it in here for you. Um, I saw two kids like hugging each other really hard. Like they're like, they're like six or seven. They're like really young. And at my age, I, when I was at their age, I would I would be too shy to hug one one another, and nobody in my age would do the same thing in, back in China, and I just feel that different culture actually shape different personality. Oh my from, god! Yeah, so true. Chinese people are shy. Yeah, that's that's one thing. Um, I think the society actually shaped us into a certain shape, and I think what you said about before, if we make the thing that we want to, like what we think is true, 
um, and make it a common sense, maybe kids will actually grow accordingly into a different, totally different. Yeah, because、um, they need the variety of exposure, and that's why the kids who travel around the world when their parents are working, yeah, then they are better in a way, but not better. Sorry, they are more woke, they are more conscious、yeah. because they have exposure of different things. Yeah, yeah, especially to different cultural backgrounds, how they realize that. Um, the world isn't. There is a saying in China that, I mean, so it's. Do you know? I don't know how to explain this, but we have like four characters that forms to that forms a word. Okay. It's like a metaphor for something. Usually, we call that 成语 So it's like a it's like short term of four characters. Um. So we have this saying that is basically describes how a frog. Sitting on the bottom of the well and looking up to the sky, so all the frog sees just like a little spot of this world, and that's how we describe people who's usually ignorant or、um, buried from outside world, from outside、um, knowledge. And I feel like a lot of Chinese people who grew up in China, especially, I mean, at least for me, I didn't get to experience the. Other part of the world, kind of. I kind of got myself limited in my own small city. It's not even like it's not even big city like Beijing or Shanghai. I just live a live in a city that based on like, we have like two rivers and mountains, so it's like a really natural, um, um, space. I really like the city, but it's really restricted from outside information, especially with the VPN going on. Exactly. It's crazy.、Oh, not VPN, but like 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 internet. Yeah, yeah. Barrier. Yeah, 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 because they're trying to make Chinese people like machine. Yeah, exactly. Definitely.、Uh, I wanted to talk about a little bit about ignorance、uh, because you raised it and it、um, mm. made me think that it's it's also sometimes that ignorance comes from, for example, having bad vision, and、uh, it's not only ignorance to the knowledge, but the ignorance to what you see. You know, and if you don't sort that, for example, you buy the glasses, and then your vision kind of gone down, and then like your sharpness is not that great, but you kind of like it's okay, you know. And、What、you do don't you mean by that、uh, the glasses. You know, you get the glasses、oh, yeah, yeah. to get better vision,、mm. but then your eyesight kind of falls,、mm. and you're kind of like, oh, it's okay, like mine is zero point one or whatever. But you don't have the sharpness of the vision, and as a result, you can't see the hair that you. Leave on the floor and the dust that is in the corner and all that stuff. And why I'm saying all this is because I had bad vision for a、Me、long、too. time, and I I did a laser surgery in Russia before the war began. Thank God I didn't <laughs> be able to do it otherwise.、Um, and then I started understanding what my dad told me all the time about because my dad cleans the house twice a day. Twice, wow! And he's like super, like needs to be like clean, wash, no holes in the socks. He always、uh. told me off with the so- whole socks, holes in socks. Yeah, and、uh, and I always been like against of being clean because my dad pushed. It、oh. so much on me that I'm like I don't want to, you know. But now I can see how it affects energy and everything, and how and I see it, and I want to clean it because that's kind of. Where I live, you know, that's my house, and it's、mm. kind of weird that we live in a box that where we need to remove dust. But that's one of the consequences of living in a box. Either you live in a forest and you don't need to remove a fucking、yeah. dust, or you live at home. But also the dust issue. There is like a whole research my friend did in Russia, who actually don't talk to Sally anymore,、um, but she did like a university called Strelka, which is a really cool university. Maybe you should apply to that. Actually, I'm、mm. gonna apply to that. I'll send you information. 
they have amazing courses. And one of the projects they worked on is like researching the dust issue because there's a lot of dust in some yeah. areas and I don't remember exactly, but it's it's like we don't know the extent to what it is bad. And I don't know the information, but I remember how much she like told me and how important it was. Uh, Can we but yeah, elaborate on that. Elaborate on the dust. Yeah, I don't remember anything that I'm <laughs> saying, but I'm just remember her saying that there's a lot of dust and there's a lot yeah. of issue with the I mean, dust. I mean, it makes sense. Certain type of dust as well. Yeah, it makes sense. Of yeah, course. Yeah, my mom had the same not issue, but like obsession for cleaning dust. She will always tell me that. Always like leave your clothes inside a closet, not like just hang out yeah, there for yeah. a long time because they will get like dust and stuff. I know. I, I mean, she probably did it for like um, cleanliness, but actually, when you think about it, you could actually be physically um, unwell because of the dust as well because you inhale them every yes. day. Yes, and like washing clothes, especially with like organic shit, you know, because you're wearing those clothes and all these things that you put in the cleaning, you know, you need to put maybe essential oils on some of your clothes as well mm. with like a clip or whatever. Yeah, that, that makes sense. It's so nice that they actually have that here. In China, We I would even dream about having this kind of yeah, spot. Yeah, exactly. I mean, London has been a really amazing to me. Yeah, but why, why is it in London? Because uh, there's enough capital to drive away from But also people. I think like, yeah, I, th- I think I also feel like London is a place like full of mixed different kind of people so different people are promoting their own culture not yeah, just true. the mainstream one so th- I think that's great because um, the most obs- obscure thing can exist in this city in the in their own sense yeah I also want to just come back to the ignorance apart from the ignorance with the vision I realized uh, can I just ask them, I want to talk about the organic soap afterwards you're talking okay, about okay. just in case I forgot okay okay Organi- maybe make a note okay. okay um so I realized that when I ran out of battery on the phone and I was having actually a performance on Tuesday I'll show you later my mm. performance and uh kind of was run- running late for the sound check and I asked two people for the direction one person was Chinese they literally just walked past and I was like, okay, maybe they don't speak English. The other person definitely spoke English and they just walked past and I was like, I'm literally asking for directions, right? But it's talking about ignorance, right? People in some ways have blocked chakras and that's why the ignorance is there. Chakras? Chakras. You know chakra. Uh, Okay, we'll read about it a bit later. But chakra is basically like energy centers. There's seven of them, I think. It's oh, yeah, yeah, it's like um, Indian Buddhism, Yes, right? yes, okay. yes, yes. So uh, one thing that I know, and I've heard it from a person who interested in Buddhism studies, that, mm-hmm. and I think it makes a lot of sense, is that we have miscommunication and misunderstanding, misinterpretation and arguments with people because we have blocked chakras. Because if you have unblocked chakras and the, you have all love, love in all the chakras, then you don't have, like, thinking of, like, oh, that they say that and they meant something bad, you understand that they probably have their own shit they deal with and they don't have energy to be good to you. So mm. you just need to protect yourself from those people who are still going through their yeah. own journey, right? We need to be understandable like and loving, you know? And uh, yeah, that kind of stuff. And also you need to understand that sometimes those people who have blocked chakras, they need to work on themselves and you maybe shouldn't interact with those people because mm. you will keep finding that wall and there's no point interacting. You know, it can be quite minimal. Yeah, but. about the Chinese people, I kind of, 
I want to like explain maybe their um, behavior just based on my guess of what my understanding about Chinese people would behave. Um, I think they walk past by you. It's kind of rude, obviously, but maybe like for for some of us, we are like really scared to talk to diff- like, especially people who speak English, not just like, or just like anyone who doesn't speak Chinese, or doesn't look like Chinese. We will feel scared to talk to someone like that because we are raised in such an environment that no, there's no um, other race in our country. But recently, it's getting more mixed. But like in the past days, they're they're just just like Chinese people, not even like Korean or Japanese. That makes sense. Yeah, so we are so like um other like foreign people seems like aliens to us even, at least to me at at some point I I saw them as someone I I was feel so scared to talk to, just like how normal people say they are scared to talk to fashion people. It's like a it's like a joke, but like you kind of get, get the idea. It, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I kind of get it, like how they would just like walk past by you, because I feel like if I were them, I was probably thinking about my own stuff that I yeah, just yeah, feel no. really annoyed. But the other person was British. Yeah, that yeah. one. That one is I, really rude. Yeah, yeah, to exactly. Me. But it's it's you know obviously different things. But I think both of them have the same like issue. You know, like even being scared—that's a blocked chakra. Yeah. Fear, anger, anything that is not love is basically blocking you. And I totally understand. Like you're scared, but it needs to be worked through because then you feel liberated. And there, there's so many Chinese, you know, Asian students in the uh, mm. Royal College of Art. And there's this girl, I really, really like her. There's quite a few Chinese girls I, I like. Like, they're so cool. And she's like, oh, sorry for my English. And I'm like, honey, stop saying sorry, please. I know. Like, she's like, she wants to be my friend mm. so much. I know. And I want to be her friend. That she feels bad for her English because she really wants to be my friend, right? Yeah. So she's like feeling bad. And it's like this shame has been put on us by the society, shame of our body, shame of our self-expression, our language. Yeah. I want you to talk uh, not correct English because maybe it makes us stop and think what you're actually saying. Because yeah. well, because when English people talk, you know, like it's as if it's a program. Like, how are you? Like, And also the questions that people ask, like in the sauna that I went to yesterday, um, there was a Russian girl and she had a British husband. Mm. When we were speaking Russian, there was cool conversations. And then the, the husband came and he started talking to someone. He's like, how is Savernats, oh, the city name, is treating you? Oh, yeah, like it's cold. It's rainy there. Like, oh, yeah, Western part of London, England is rainy. I'm like, mate, <laughs> you're spending your energy onto nothing. Like, yeah. why are you saying those things, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. That's what I have when I'm speaking English as well. Like, I used to focus on the pro- like the grammar or like how should I speak it properly to sound like I'm speaking English. And the more I watch other people who speak, like Chinese people who speak English that re- like speaks it really well, the more I understand that they're not trying to sp- try to speak it well. They're just trying to make their point through the through this language, you know? I found that that's a really big understanding. Yeah, because once you understand it, you stop being scared of saying the wrong things and then finally yeah. you have the liberation. Yeah, like sometimes I, don't, I can't find the right word for it. I just like, I'll try to explain it to the person like instead of being stuck on this, like what's the term, you Exactly, know? and when you also start explaining, you, you learn new things because you realize some of the connections. You're like following that pathway of how do I explain this? And then suddenly you find something new one, once you explaining it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And especially 
once you understand that, it's easier to understand other people as well. Because for me, listening has been a huge issue, especially when I'm talking in the group. Um, but it's like, like talking in, like two people or three people is fine for me because I can hear exactly what I'm saying. But sometimes it gets more crowded, it gets more noisy, like uh, maybe it's outside the classroom or something. I I'm having trouble understanding what they're saying. Same. A lot of time I had to hear the exact word what they're saying instead of just the tone. And I, subtitles as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but totally agree. Yeah, I started to understand that sometimes if you're, because I'm, because whenever I hear someone speaking in Chinese and they would just hum a tone like, mm, I just, I would know what they're saying, you know, it's just, it doesn't have to be exact like the pronunciation. Mm. So it's like, it's like for people who has been soaked up in this language for so many years that to the point they can't understand it just with a tone. So for English, I'm still trying to improve to that kind of point. You're pretty good, honey. Thank you. But it's, it's like I've been practicing it for so many years. I've I like watched a lot of American shows and, li and listening to music and would try to sing them. Yeah. Just like how the singer would sing them. So the pronunciation may be pretty good, I, I would say. Yeah. But yeah, I'm still trying um, to find the right way to make my um, thoughts into a flow of words instead of like, you know, sp speaking nonsense. Well, to me, it sounds like flow. Yeah, because that's because I worked really hard on it. And but yeah. No, but you're talking to me right now, and I understand everything. You're not saying yeah, nonsense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It it took a lot of many years of practice, and maybe I just need to talk to someone to really exercise about it because you know everything takes time. Yeah, we can exercise, honey. Yeah. Don't worry, we're exercising now. Yeah, yeah exactly. You wanted to talk about the soap. Oh yeah, um, I was gonna tell you that about this because my mom used to use soap only, and I'm not sure if it's like it's organic, but it's like um, a normal soap. Yeah, like but how we. Use my mom and dad are both from like the countryside, like because in early ages of China, like during the 60s, 70s, the whole society is still transforming from agriculture society into um industrial society. So my mom came from that kind of era and she used to live in village until she was like 30. She, yeah, I'm doing her, after her 30, she gave birth to me and in the whole family just moved into city. I'm kind of like a city-based um, person, but my whole family is really um, agricultural-based. So I, I still get to learn a lot about the old times and how, because my mom used to actually do the farm work she would like walk the cow i don't know the the term for it but she would like walk it out walk the cow out and take it to eating grass and stuff and she would feed the pigs and stuff and how they would do the laundry in the past is just using a basket yes and the simple soap they bought probably in in the town they had at the time and just like <laughs> and mom and my mom used to walk like for 10, mi 10 miles maybe a day just to get to the market by food and she told me Ooh, are you okay yeah she told me that she never had shoes before 18 like before wow. yeah before she met my dad my dad is from came from a slightly richer farmer family my grandpa on my dad's side is a landlord so they had a lot of treasure I'm, I don't, I'm, I'm not treasure, but like money. Mm -hmm. And also my grandpa, grandpa plays Erhu. It's just a random fact I want to share. But he's the only person who um, is good at music or is like related to music. So that's when I want to bring it up. Um, but like In your family? 
yeah, he's he can play arhu, but yeah, no no other people has any talent or taste for music. Yeah, they 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 don't play instruments or show passion for music. Yeah, but my friend does. Anyway, um, you mean uh, uh, sorry, you know how the um cultural evolution affects the Chinese Chinese society? How cultural evolution affects Chinese society? Yeah. No. Do you know the evolution? Do you know about it? Uh, evolution of a human. Sorry, no, no, no. Um, the cultural evolution of China uh, or uh, of China. Yeah. No. It's led by um Chairman Mao. You know him, right? <gasps> okay. So, uh, I thought you know f- some history, but maybe. Uh, but it's Chinese history. If you don't know about it, it's fine. Nothing. I'll just explain. Oh yeah, that's also connected to how China doesn't have any talent for art and design nowadays. I would mm. say because from Qing Dynasty to late 60s mm-hmm. there's been a whole government kind of like system that's been going on for ages which is like really corrupted and the government is trying to take money out of people and they don't care about people and they would just like use the money to fulfill their own like um enjoyment same in russia yeah it's like really fucked up society so yeah. that kind of lasted until the end of qing dynasty which is the end of um ancient Chinese history, it's the open er- opening era for the mo- modern society. But the system kind of keeps going, and it's still the same in nowadays. But anyway, um, so af- af- during that time, there's war happening, World War II, and there's, other- there's like foreign forces break into China and take our own treasure. You know, there's a lot of fucking Chinese treasure that is in British Museum. I know, honey, that's horrible. Yeah, it's so fucked up. And also for other cultures as well, they kind of like stole it. Yes, of course. But, but yeah, anyway, um, so, th- so the physical treasure is gone, taken by outer force. And then here comes the cultural evolution led by Chairman Mao, which is the first chairman like, or the president of China, uh, the, the new society of China. Um, so he created this because he wants to clear out the old tradition and superstition because he thinks it's bad for China, which is kind of true because there's still, because as an agriculture society, there's definitely going to be a lot of stories that just doesn't make sense, you know. People get scared of ghosts and they, they, they like, for example, um, people are scared to clip their nail or like forbidden to clip their nail at night because they believe that some demon will come and get them if they clip their nails at night. That's, I mean, it's cute, but it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and it's the same as with the holding of the breast yeah, yeah, by yeah. the demon. It's exactly. just like superstition, superstition or ignorance, if you want to call it. So that's what Chairman Mao wants to clear out. But he, unfortunately, he took it a little bit too far because he didn't teach, he didn't actually teach how people sh- he didn't actually teach how this, um, the, the government um, staff would um, execute their work. So all of the assigned staff, they were, called, they were called Red Protection Army. But it's not army, it's just a group of people who works for the government. So they kind of like found, they have to figure out how they would do it themselves. But they are all a bunch of brutal farmers. So what they did is like, they just basically pull off all the good poets and arts and artists as well, and they would just like put their um, names and photos onto the wall and just like write really meaningful, sorry, me- really mean words to them. It's kind of, it's, it's called criticizing at the time. I don't know the exact term for it, but it, it translates as criticizing. Yeah. So they're just writing stuff for like, oh, you're doing um, edgy art, that's not, 
that's not gonna help for us to develop our Chinese society into a better future. You should be ashamed of who you. Or you should be ashamed of who you are. And they would like they would actually call them prisoners and give them like, give them high hats, made of like it's like paper scones. Wait, so they put them in a prison? Yeah, like not prison, but they would like imprison them. Into in in some like maybe a dark room or just like um wow. s- like um village office. But but I don't understand if he wants to remove old traditions. But how are the artists are related to that? Why is he impris- imprisoning tr- artists? Because he think what they are do. I mean maybe because not not I think it's not just his decision, but it's like a force of whole people. Actually, I failed to understand the whole history. I'm trying to do catch up with this history recently. But from what I learned now, it's that um, for some really random or ignorant reason, they considered um, like pro- they consider expression in oneself is being different. And being different is bad because they want all the traditions to be gone. So art is considered... Sorry. I mean, so art, because people are still doing like traditional art, and there's a lot of like, like just like Erhu, I told you about my grandpa. So they are trying to stop this kind of activity and try to embrace Western culture, kind of, because they are trying. Because during Qing Dynasty, it's like a whole three hundred years of dynasty that keeps itself to themselves. They, it's it's a um. So they did one thing called locking up the whole country. I mean, it's the um really. Um, raw translation, but what they did is basically lock up the whole country and forbidden outside traces to happen from outside knowledge exchange. Be- but um, because before Qing Dynasty, China is actually doing really great in terms of exchanging foreign lang- um, um, knowledge with other countries, maybe Japan or even far, far further Western. But Qing Dynasty kind of like just pushed you back basically it same was in Russia USSR was like uh, closed you know people were not able to travel and exchange the knowledge yeah. it developed a lot of closed mindedness which is easy to control and that's why they do it yeah 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 I think yeah that I think that's one of the reason why they did it because they think it were and they actually were sadly but yeah that's what they did and after that people minds are kind of restricted by their own but at the end, but but at the opening of the modern era of China, there are some really good artists and poets and writers as well. But during the Cultural Revolution, people just can't take the shame because Chinese people really like they don't like losing their faces. It's like a saying, so they would feel ashamed about being who they are, and they would probably stop being who they are and stop creating. That's or, really Yeah, sad. stop practicing arts. And someone, some even may take their own life because people get actually killed in during those criticizing. It can be really brutal. So people decide to end their own life instead. And it's really sad. And that's why I think the art history kind of passed or like is being interrupted by this whole event, whole series of historical events. That's when the Chinese art stopped developing itself. And the revolution actually set the art history to the starting point, I would say. So basically, China have to develop its art again and have to give up all the 5,000 5, years of wisdoms in art and philosophy and, and in nature, basically. So that's why I think when you walk on Chinese street, you wouldn't see anything that reminds you of its own culture, but it's just a bunch of meaningless slogans and modern art that is just like no that has no spirit in it you don't even call them arts they are just like bunch of images that put up 
that are put together. Mm. So yeah, you know, growing up in this kind of in this kind of environment really restricted Chinese people's creative minds, and I think that's a big problem because I've heard people who wants to do CSM and the tutor. Uh, literally describe Chinese students as they they can draw really well, but they don't know how to design. So they can they know how to do the technical stuff because they teach that really well in China in terms of tests like exam like English tests or like drawing even and yeah. But like they are not great at creating stuff because they don't have their the mind of their own kind of. But it can be developed. It can be developed.、Definitely. I mean, for me, it's it's. It's because of the drugs I take. I feel like they actually open opens up a lot of gates、oh, for me. Definitely, definitely. But a lot of Chinese people are scared of drugs. And also, it's yeah. That's another point I want to raise earlier because it's totally illegal in China. Even in Mar- Russia as well, for the weed possession of weed, you can go to prison. Yeah, exactly. In China as well, like weed is even illegal. And not to mention like coke or LSD. And there actually are clubs. Because you um, there's also like techno scene in China. I don't know if you have ever learned about it, but it's it's gonna be interesting to talk about it. Um, so I was in Shanghai for a year, and there are few like really good techno club, but they're also like fused with capitalism business mode. They have like a bigger ballroom for popular music, sometimes K-pop, sometimes hip-hop,、yeah. and the other smaller ballroom that is only for techno. I can understand, but I I was looking for a more pure experience, but that that could work, you know. And that's the so, and they have like a really good setting and good、um, speakers, so that's like one of the most places I would go. And I heard when I was in Shanghai, and I w- when I was using like vape, like weed vape, I heard the club got shut down because someone reported to the police that someone in there is using weed. So the the police came here, sealed the old exit, and do the urine test inside the club. And once you done it, you can go. But you were smoking the vape. But like I wasn't there. I wasn't、uh, there at that night. That's so fucking scary. So that's why I got so paranoid whenever I'm enjoying myself. That's so fucking sad. You, when you think about it, if, when I'm really enjoying the music, I was just th- suddenly think about, oh my god, this is so good. What if someone report to the police that, you know, that、yeah. that because that could actually yeah, happen. Yeah, it's crazy this trauma that Chinese people like all of you. It's a cultural trauma, you know. But I, for example, escaped my cultural trauma、mm. because I moved here when I was sixteen. Mm. And I never really been friends with people、uh, in in Russia, and my parents are kind of been independent from, like the country in a way. Like, I don't know how to say it, but、um, like they're doing their always their own things, and they've taught me how to be independent in a way. So we can we, can we go out food later? Because I'm really hungry right now. Yes, yes,、okay. let's go.